Welcome to the New Hope Church Podcast, where reverence meets relevance. We are currently in a six-part series titled The Circle Maker, based on and around the book by Pastor Mark Batterson. In this series, we'll discover that passionate prayer is a necessity to tap into God's extraordinary life. May God bless you as you enjoy this week's message. Praise the Lord, New Hope. Come on, somebody bless the Lord in this place today. How many of y'all excited to be here today? Hallelujah, hallelujah. So excited to be with you guys today. So glad that all of you are here. I am just thankful for another opportunity to be with the New Hope Nation. I definitely want to welcome all of you to, to just let's take some time to get into the presence of the Lord and just hear what God has to say. How many of y'all just need God to speak to your life today in a very real way? Amen. Amen. Well, listen, I pray that God's going to do that for us today. Listen, let me just take time, one, to give honor to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Yes. Sometimes you just got to really think about it and say, you know what? I'm so glad I know Jesus. Oh, man, I don't know what people do without him, but I'm so glad I know Jesus. Uh, I want to take this time to definitely welcome every campus, all of our uh, multi-site locations, Garner Campus. We welcome you. Definitely want to welcome all those at NCCIW. Uh, welcome everyone that's watching on the Internet, watching on television, and especially all of our family, New Hope Nation and Sanford. We're going to be opening our new campus. Come on, let's bless the Lord. Well, Pastor Nate, it's going to be awesome. So we thank God for everyone uh, joining in with us today. Uh, we praise the Lord for what God is doing. How many of y'all have been enjoying the Circle Maker? Yes. Listen, if you don't have the book, get the book. You can buy it today outside the bookstore. Please get this book. Somebody, if, it, if this book has been good to you, somebody say, yeah, it's been good. You see how all these people already have the book? They just told you it was a good book. Go get the book. Amen. Uh, uh, listen, we definitely also want to give honor to um, the pastor of this church. Come on, let's bless the Lord for Pastor Benji Kelly, who has just been doing uh, a phenomenal job uh, with this series. It's, it's, I'm glad to be a part of this ministry, and I was able to come to hear the first two parts uh, live and in person. So uh, it's very rare to have the opportunity to hear a whole series or other parts of the series. And I'm, I've just been blown away by Pastor Benji's teaching and by uh, uh, the words of this book. And I believe that God is going to continue uh, to encourage us through the word of God today to continue to pray, to continue to pray. Hope you guys are doing well with your fast. How many of y'all doing your fast? Amen. Okay. Amen. All right. All right. All right, y'all laughing. I, <laughs> no, nobody said, hey, man, Pastor. I didn't get, yeah, I'm doing it, Pastor. No. <laughs> but, well, well let's, let's, let's start. Let's pray today. Let's pray, and we're going to get into the Word of God. Heavenly Father, we thank you, God, just for another incredible day, Lord. We thank you just for showing us your incredible grace and mercy. Father God, we pray now that you would just uh, speak to us today, Lord. Encourage us, inspire us, Lord, as always, instruct us. Father, as always, I pray that you would purge your servant now, God. I pray, Lord, that you would just use me as this microphone, that I would simply magnify the things that you have said unto me. Think with my mind and speak with my lips. Lord, give me preaching power for this preaching hour. God, I thank you and I bless you and I give you all the glory and the praise. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen, amen. amen. 
Um, this book has really been instrumental uh, in my life, and, and I, I thank God for Pastor Benji introducing me to this book and, and putting it in my hands quite a few months ago. And, and I believe that this book has so many great uh, uh, points and so many important things uh, that we have to remember when it comes to our relationship with God, when it comes to our walk with Christ, when it comes to how we live. And I truly believe that, that, that prayer is so important to us. It's so important to us. And uh, this may not be in your notes, but I want you to go ahead and tear out your teaching notes uh, today. Go ahead and get those out so we can go ahead and, and talk a little bit about this. But this is not in your notes. I want you to write this down. This is so important. Because prayer is going to help us. It's going to help us in a major way. Today we want to talk about praying hard. Praying hard. We'll talk about praying hard. We really want to talk about how to pray hard when it's hard to pray. Any of y'all have a hard time praying sometimes? Amen. It's not just me. Okay, I'm glad I'm not by myself. Amen. But, 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 but the first thing I want you to write down is this. Prayer is the one thing that man can do that, move God, that moves God to do only what God can do. Prayer is the one thing that man can do that move, moves God to do what God can do. Your prayer life, your ability to pray is, is the one thing that you have that can move God to do something that you can't do. Amen. This is why it's important. It's the one thing that a man can do that, can, that moves God to do what, guess what, only God can do. And so this book and this, this series is based off of the story about Honey and, and how Honey uh, 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 is in a season of drought in his town. And he goes out and he draws a circle in the ground and he steps into this circle and he prays a prayer to God for rain. And of course, we know that, that the, the, the story says that it rained, it kind of lightly showered. And, and Honey did not get up from the circle. Watch this, even though God answered his prayer. He stayed right there and he said, Lord, uh, uh, this is not the shower that I was speaking of. Lord, send us some rain. And, and God sends a torrential rain that showers and floods. And Honey said, no, Lord, I'm going to stay right here. He says, Lord, no, that, that's not what I was talking about, Lord. I need you to send a rain. And, and God sends another rain like blessings and favor. And he had to pray hard when it was hard to pray. When everybody else was watching him and, and the odds seemed against him, it was hard to pray, but he had to pray hard. And today, I, I really want to look at a scripture uh, uh, in Mark chapter number 7, starting at verse 24, about, about a woman who, who, who prayed hard. Mark chapter number 7, starting at verse 24, it says this. Jesus left that place and went to the vicinity of Tyre. He entered a house and did not want anyone to know it. Yet he could not keep his presence secret. Anybody ever been there? You were trying to get away from everybody. See, <laughs> so you got more in common with Jesus than you knew. Uh, <laughs> the Bible says, goes on and says, In fact, as soon as she heard about him, a woman whose little daughter was possessed by an impure spirit came and fell at his feet. The woman was a Greek born in Syria, Phoenicia. She begged Jesus to drive the demon out of her daughter. Mm -hmm. Jesus replies, says this, 
First, let the children eat all they want, he told her. For it is not right to take the children's bread and toss it to the dogs. The Seraphonician woman comes back and says, Lord, even the dogs under the table eat the children's crumbs. Then he told her, for such a reply, you may go. The demon has left your daughter. She went home and found her child lying on the bed and the demon was gone. Here in our story, we, we, we find a woman who, who, who was praying hard. She had a, a difficult situation. And what I want us to do today is I want us to learn how to reply in prayer. How to reply in prayer. So, so a couple things we're going to talk about. So number one, number one, praying hard means praying with desperation. Praying hard means praying with desperation. How many of y'all ever been desperate before? You've been, you've been desperate. You've been desperate. Desperation will move you to do things you've never done before. See, what, what I want us to be, this, this woman right here in our text, she was desperate for Jesus to do something for her. So she finds Jesus. She heard about him. She falls on her face and says, Lord, I need you to help me. Now, Jesus' reply was kind of rude to me. Jesus says, hey, listen, you know, let me feed the children of Israel. He was pretty much saying, I can't bless you. I got to bless all my people first. You don't take the food off the table and give it to the dogs. Jesus, she said she needs some help. She said she had a demon-possessed daughter. And you're going to reply and say, nah, I got to take care of them first. But watch her reply. See, I love this because Jesus never said yes or no. He just didn't say it was right now. How do you reply to an unanswered prayer? Honey was in the circle and he didn't get the answer that he wanted. Guess what he did? He stayed right in the circle. See, I want to know, are you desperate? See, I, I, here's a quote here that says this. It says, desperation does not mean God is the last chance that you have, but that God is the only chance that you have. Desperation does not mean God is the last chance that you have, but God is the only chance that you have. How many of y'all believe that today? See, some of us walk as if God is our last chance. We try everything else. We start with everybody else. We go ask everybody else for prayer. But listen, I'm here to tell you that I've come to a place in my life that God is no longer my last chance. He's my only chance. See, Honey realized if there is ever going to be a torrential rain to fall on us, I can only go to God. See, the question is, do you live your life as if God is your only chance? It's not my education. It's not my background. It's not how much money I have. It's not my economic status. No, God is the only chance that I have to be free. God is the only chance that I have to have joy. God is the only chance that I have to walk in peace. God is my only chance. Lord, I'm desperate for you. Y'all, I feel like preaching today. Y'all may well get with me today. 
God, yes, Lord, is my only chance. When you draw your circle, you, you pray your circle, you're saying, God, you're it. I can't change it. My spouse can't change it. How much money I have cannot change it. Lord, you're the only option that I have. Because I'm desperate. How many of y'all are desperate for God? There's a story that Pastor Benji uh, uh, talked about last week. And it's, and it's in uh, uh, Luke, excuse me, Mark. says The Bible talks about Bartimaeus. Uh, 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 the blind man. Remember Pastor Ben talked about two blind men? Uh, 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 it talks about how they were, they were blind and they needed uh, some help. And the story says that um, as Jesus and his disciples together with a large crowd were leaving the city, a blind man, Bartimaeus, uh, was sitting by the roadside begging. When he heard, watch this, that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout, Jesus, thou son of David, have what? Mercy on me. Watch, watch it. Watch it, New Hope Nation. Verse 48 says, many rebuked him and told him to be quiet. But watch, watch his reply or his response. The text says, but he shouted all the more. Son of David, have mercy on me. This, this man was desperate. When it comes to praying hard, it's got to come out of a place of desperation. Lord, I need you to do something that I can't do. I need you to move a mountain in my life that I cannot move. I need an answer from you that I can't figure out. See, you, you got to be desperate. The text says that blind Bartimaeus, he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth. He says, Jesus, our son of David, have mercy on me. And the people around him said, shh, uh-uh, uh, uh, shh, no, no, uh, 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 shh, no, no, no. <laughs> see, see, here it is that, that you got to be willing to say, even when the situation around me will try to tell me to stop praying, even when my flesh would tell me to stop praying, when my family would tell me to stop praying, when they tell you it's not going to happen, it's never going to happen, I don't believe God can do it. I can't imagine what the people were saying as they were watching Horny in the circle. I'm sure some of them say, hey, doc, you need to come on back inside. You know it's not going to rain. Bartimaeus, he, he cried out even the more. Do you pray harder when you don't get an answer or do you just stop praying? <laughs> uh, uh, Bartimaeus, now he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, but he doesn't say Jesus of Nazareth. He says, Jesus, thou son of David. Can, can I do just a little bit of exegesis right here? Is that all right? Uh, uh, I, I really am an exegetical preacher, but I, I, love the, I love pulling out the text. Uh, everybody else says Jesus of Nazareth. He says Jesus, our son of David. Jesus of Nazareth talks about where he's from. But Jesus, thou son of David, talks about who he is. Bartimaeus is not saying I need Jesus from Nazareth. Bartimaeus is saying I'm desperate from Jesus, the son of God. I'm desperate for my savior. I'm desperate for my healer. I'm desperate for my deliverer. Lord, I'm desperate for you. I will keep calling your name. I will keep praying my prayer. I don't care what other people say. I don't care what other people do. Lord, I am desperate for you. So praying hard 
means praying out of desperation. I had a place in my life when I was about in the fourth grade or so. I was desperate for God. I was desperate for him. You know, my, you guys know my boys play basketball. I, I play basketball. And uh, uh, matter of fact, let's show them. Let, let them know. Show, can you show that? Can you show that? Yeah. Look at him. Look at that chap right there. I could have been one of the greatest. Could have been one of the best. If you want to see that picture, you got to go to the Hall of Fame of uh, Public Recreation Systems in Hillsboro. <laughs> go to the archives. You can get some great history on Ryan Brooks. Or you can just go to my mom's house, either one, you know. <laughs> but I remember at that time, uh, uh, my mother and my father agreed to send me to a basketball camp. And I remember about, you know, a couple months before basketball camp, I was riding my bike and I broke my arm. And I remember going to the doctor's office and they put a cast on my arm. And the time, around the time they told me it would come off, it would be after basketball camp. So I was desperate. I needed God to remove my cast. I needed a miraculous healing so that I would not miss basketball camp. Every night I prayed, Lord, heal my arm. My father was a pastor. Every time he said, anybody need prayer? Daddy, please pray to God. Heal my arm. Every time we would go back to the doctor, is it healed yet? No, Ryan, not yet. Lord, please, you didn't heal my arm. I was desperate. And sure enough, about five weeks before it was time to go to basketball camp, the doctor says, we don't know what happened. Oh, Glory. We don't know what happened, but your arm looks to be all right. Now, let me tell you, this is when I realized that God was for real. I was in the fourth grade. You saw it, husky little fella. That's when I knew God was real. He answered my prayer that I prayed out of desperation. The question is, are you praying desperate prayers? Because desperate prayers require a great God. Not number two, number two, here it is. That that praying hard means being determined. Praying hard means being determined. So quote here that I want you to take note of. The difference between the impossible and the possible is determination. How determined are you to hear from God? Jesus was rude to the Seraphonician woman. No, I can't do that for you right now. No, Lord, you understand. My baby girl, she is possessed. Anybody ever felt like that? Your daughter was, no? I thought I was going to get an amen right there. (laughs) She says, no, Lord, you can't tell me no. I I need you to do something. She was determined. Honey stayed in a circle because he was what? Determined. See, it's a word that we don't use a lot in this culture, in this day and age, that we don't teach our children the power and the value of determination. To make up your mind, to fix your mind, to be determined, to not be moved, to be steadfast in what you're doing. Say, Lord, I am determined to continue to pray this prayer until I see the results of the prayer. 
Honey, I said, honey, that's audacious. It's one thing to go out there during a drought and pray for rain. It's another thing to get the rain and say, Lord, that's not good enough. <laughs> you ever had your children tell, look at you like what you got, what they gave them wasn't good enough? Like, who in the world do you think you are? Maybe that's just my family. I'm sorry. But that's what he, he says, listen, Lord, no, 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 no. I'm determined. The Seraphonician woman is determined. Are you determined? What did you give up on? Because you didn't have determination. What is your response to unanswered prayer? How do you handle the lack of of God's answers. Have you ever prayed and God said nothing? Maybe you do this motion like me. Yeah. <laughs> Lord, nothing for real? Okay. It requires determination. Thirdly, praying hard means building your prayers on the promises of God. Building your prayers on the promises of God. Finding out how do I pray prayers. Listen, have you ever felt like you didn't know what to say during your prayer? Like, I don't even know what to say. Maybe, maybe you don't know what I'm talking about. There's a video. Let me, let me just show you this video real quick. Uh, uh, um, somebody doesn't know what to say during a prayer. Wow, Dina, everything looks fabulous. Well, I'll tell you something, it's such a treat for me to have a home-cooked meal like this. Dinner at my house usually consisted of everybody in the kitchen fighting over containers of Chinese food. Oh, you poor thing. What, there wasn't enough food to go around, Greg? No, there was. We just never really sat down like a family like this. Oh. Greg, would you like to say grace? Oh, uh, well, uh, Greg's Jewish dad, you know. You're telling me the Jews don't pray, honey? Unless you have some objection. No, 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 I'd love to. Pam, come on, it's not like I'm a rabbi or something. I said grace in many a dinner table. It's... Okay. Oh, dear God. Thank you. You are such a good God to us, a, a kind and gentle and accommodating God. And we thank you, oh sweet, sweet Lord of hosts, for the smorgasbord you have so aptly lain at our table this day and each day by day. Day by day, by day. Oh, dear Lord, three things we pray. To love thee more dearly, to see thee more clearly, to follow thee more nearly. Day by day, by day. Amen. Amen. Oh, Greg, that was lovely. Thank you, Greg. 
That was interesting, too. Has <laughs> anybody had an experience like that? Somebody put you in the spot, you're like, oh. <laughs> Sometimes we don't know what to say when we pray. Sometimes we're caught in the moment, we're like, what do we pray? Learn to pray the promises of God. How do we find the promises of God? They're in the book. You have to know the word of God to pray the scriptures of God. If you want to pray hard, it requires praying with the foundation that's built on the word of God. See, Mark, Mark Batterson says this, and I think it's really awesome. Uh, he says it like this. He says that the Bible was not meant to be read through. It was meant to be prayed through. You, you want to fill your prayers with the word of God. Situations, things that God promised us, things that God said to us to fill your prayers, to build, let that be the foundation, the platform, uh, uh, the pillars that your prayers are built on with the actual scriptures of God. You, you don't have to ask God to make a promise. He already made them in the scripture. You have asked somebody to do something after they did it, say, you promise? I used to do that when I was a little kid. You promise? You do that. You don't have to do that with God because he's already made the promises. See, see we got to remember that, that promises, the quote here you want to write down, promises fuel your belief and belief builds your faith. Promises fuel your belief and belief builds your faith. If I don't believe this chair will hold me, I will not exercise the faith to sit in it. But the moment I believe the chair can hold me, it builds my faith to do something. If you don't believe God can do something, you will not have enough faith to do what he asks you to do according to what your prayer is. You have to have that word to build your prayers. Uh, your circle should be drawn with the staff of Scripture. Your circle should be drawn with the staff of Scripture. Finding the word that kind of, situ- uh, kind of goes with your situation. God makes a promise. The Bible tells us in number, Numbers 23 and 19, God is not human that he should lie. Not a human being that he should change his mind. Does he speak and then not act? Does he promise and not fulfill? He's saying, listen, if God makes a promise that he's going to do exactly what he said he would do. So it would behoove us to find out what did he promise? So I got to get in my word. I got to get in my life to find out the promises of God because he's not man. He's not human like us that he would lie. He's not man that he would change his mind. When he says he's going to do something, the Bible says he acts. When he makes a promise, the Bible says he fulfills it. Oh, somebody ought to get excited because you ought to know a couple of the promises of God that when God says it, he's already going to do it. And that will help you pray. The last point, and we're done here. Number four is that praying hard means praying with big belief. Praying hard means praying with big belief. Belief is the fuel that drives your prayer. Belief is the fuel that drives your prayer. Often when you run out of fuel, 
you'll stop going. Often when your prayers run out of belief, you'll stop praying. Lord, help my belief. Help me to believe that you can and you will. Help me to believe that you're able. Give me the belief of holy that I can make an audacious, incredible prayer. That I can make a prayer. I can pray a prayer that's out of this world. I say it like this. You will never pray beyond your belief. You got to write that down. I don't know if you got a pen and paper. You will never pray beyond your belief. You will never ask God to do something you don't think he can do. Listen, when I was a child, I was a scary little kid. And I, I didn't do well with, 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 with scary movies. Although I want, hey, don't, don't try to scare me, man. I, I didn't do well with scary movies. And I remember I would have nightmares. And I thought monsters and all kinds of creatures in my room. So at night, uh, I would go to my father and say, hey, man, I need you to scare the monsters out of my room. Now, there was a danger in waking my father up. But it was well worth the risk because I believed he could handle it. I didn't go to my mother. I didn't go to my sister. I didn't go. No, I went to the person I believed that could handle my situation. See, if you don't believe God can, you never believe God will. And some of us stop believing that God can't handle our situation. Some of us said, Lord, I don't, I don't know if you can do. I don't know if you can handle my problem. My problem is way too big. You got more important things to do. And God's just saying, listen, if you believe that I can, let me determine if I will. Oh, Lord, help me, Holy Ghost. See, I'm in a place in my life where it's not a question if God can. It's always a question of if God will. Because I believe that he can. I'm just waiting on to know if he will. See, Honey believed that God could uh, send down rain. The Seraphonician woman believed that Jesus could heal her daughter. And she was willing to pray hard. She was willing to pray long. She was willing to be determined. She was desperate. She believed. She had a promise. And she stood on that promise. Evaluate the size of your prayer and you'll see the depth of your belief. I can look at the size of your prayer and I can tell how much you believe God. Because without belief, you won't have that prayer. Oh, help me, Lord. Uh, What you don't believe God is on my last quarter and I'm done for the day. What you don't believe God can do, you won't pray that God will do. What you don't believe God can do, you won't even take time to pray, Lord, do it. Praying hard requires to have big belief. See, if I don't say anything else to you today, I want you to remember this. God can still handle your problem. God can still handle your prayer. Ephesians 3 and 20 says, Now unto him who's able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we can ask or imagine. Somebody ought to get, oh, glory, hallelujah. I know that God 
can handle my problem. I know he can handle my situation. I know he can answer my prayer. I don't know who you are in Ghana, but I'm telling somebody today, God can handle your situation. You may be an NCCIW. I don't know what you need, but I know this, my God can handle it. I don't know who you are today, but you ought to go home, write it on your paper, put it on your desk at work, put it on your bathroom mirror, put it on your refrigerator, and you need to write, God still can. God can do it. God can work it. God can fix it. God can remove it. God can heal me. God can do it. Somebody shout, God can. Believe. 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 My God can do all. I serve a big God. I serve a great God. So I got to pray big prayers. I got to pray, pray great prayers because my God is awesome. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. He still can work it out. His blood still works. There is no expiration on the word of God. Find out his promises. Honey believed. The Sarah Venetian woman believed. If you're going to pray hard, you got to have a big belief. Glory. Pray prayers that only God can answer. That's big belief. Ask God to do things that only God... I'm at a place in my life where I only pray prayers that only God can get the glory. I want people to say, Ryan, how in the world did that happen? I don't know. It had to be God. It wasn't my education. It wasn't my family. It wasn't you. It wasn't me. It wasn't New Hope. It was only by the grace of God. God can. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. Oh, glory. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, glory. God, you can. You can do it. You hear our prayers. You hear our cry. Lord, you can. Lord, you can. I'm done. Oh, glory. I feel your presence now, Lord. Don't be afraid to pray a prayer that you can't figure out. If you already think you have the answer to the prayer before you pray it, that's not a prayer good enough for God. Heavenly Father, we thank you today. You said in John 3 that you hear our prayers. Lord, help us to be desperate for you. Father God, help us to be determined to hear you. Lord, help us, Lord, to to, to build on the promises of your word. But most importantly, God, help us to believe. Holy had faith. He believed. It 
it moved him. It was his belief that made him pick up his feet and step into the circle. It, it was his belief that, that, made him, that made him get down. It was his belief that said, Lord, you can do more. It was the belief of a Seraphonician woman who she didn't even deserve the blessing, but God, she still believed. She annoyed Jesus to the point that he had to answer a prayer. Bartimaeus, God, believed. Lord, I speak now incredible belief throughout the New Hope Nation. I speak increased belief. In the name of Jesus, I come against any and everything that would cause us to have unbelief. Father, our entire faith is built on belief. For you said in your word, if you confess in your mouth and believe in our hearts, Lord, help us to believe. You still can. You can definitely help us. You do hear us. You do want to help us. You are for us. Help us have belief to fuel our circles in life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you'd like to learn more about the ministries of New Hope Church, please stop by one of our six campuses anytime or visit us online at www.newhopenc.org. If you'd like to financially support the movement of New Hope Church, you can do so by clicking on the e-giving link at the bottom of our homepage. We hope you'll join us next week. God bless and thank you for being a part of our church family.